Welcome to VSI, Variation Selection Inheritance, a podcast production of the National Science Foundation's Beacon Center for the Study of Evolution and Action. I'm Randall Hayes. And that 13 seconds of smooth sonic caramel was our old buddy Tom Drury, who promised us a theme song and delivered it through the electronic mail last night. He says it has a jazz tonal structure, which is something I'll have to get him to explain to me on a later show. To my untrained ear, it sounded more like early monastic music or something off Neil Stevenson's Anathem. But maybe that's because I've got religion on the brain this week. It all started when I heard Cullen Murphy on Fresh Air, talking about the Spanish Inquisition. Even before the four Monty Python skits with the three cardinals, Jimenez, Bang, and Biggles, even before Sean Connery went head to balding head with Bernardo Gui in The Name of the Rose, Secular intelligentsia types were holding up the Inquisition as the single best example of everything that was wrong with religion. Amongst such diverse elements as intolerance, hypocrisy, violence, and nice red uniforms. Damn it. says Cullen Murphy. The Spanish Inquisition was actually started by the king and queen of Spain and continued for the purpose of confiscating Jewish and Muslim property and recruiting galley slaves to row the oars of the Spanish navy. The secular authorities were deeply involved in the poster child of religious persecution. And there's more, says Cullen Murphy. Put Bernard of Guise interrogation manuals Yes, he was a real dude. Put those next to the Army's current interrogation manuals, and aside from the vocabulary, they're practically the same. The Inquisition knew how to play good cop, bad cop. So do we. The Inquisition used waterboarding. So do we. The Inquisition changed the definition of torture when it suited their political needs. So do we. In neurology, A situation like this one is what you call a double dissociation. If you can lose your ability to understand speech while still producing speech, and if you can lose your ability to talk while still understanding the spoken word, then those two functions are independent and rely on different parts of the brain circuitry. So if you can have religion with and without cruelty, and you can have secular governments with and without cruelty, then cruelty is independent of religion or secularity. Cruelty is a human trait available to everyone. Religion did not cause the Inquisition or the Bosnian War featured in Angelina's new 
Angelina Jolie's new movie, or 9-11. It might have been the excuse for those things, but it was not the cause. Human competition was the cause. You might think that evolutionary biologists who study competition would recognize this. But it was a journalist, Robert Wright, who spent nearly a thousand pages on this exact issue in his book, The Evolution of God. When politicians see an advantage in tolerance, they emphasize the tolerant passages of the scriptures. When politicians want a war, they emphasize the not-so-tolerant passages of those same scriptures. Which scripture it is doesn't really matter. Wright follows the same phenomena through the Old Testament, the four Gospels, the Koran, and then an actual evolutionary biologist, Richard Dawkins, called religions viruses of the mind, as though they are separate from us, as though without them we'd be peaceful and cooperative and rational all the time. I actually kind of like the notion that ideas are contagious, but that's a separate issue, one we will come back to at another time. So you have escaped us for now, Richard Dawkins, but someday you will sit in the comfy chair and you will answer our questions. <clears throat> Sorry. Anyway, it continued this morning as I was listening to NPR while I was cleaning my kitchen, right after a story about a Frenchman taking the Catholic Church to court to unbaptize him. Some philosopher comes on and starts comparing science and religion. Science is about closed systems, and closed systems don't forbid miracles. Uh, I'll link to it on the website. But in any case, as far as I'm concerned, it completely misses the point. Science is a process. Scientists are people, and people hold beliefs. Many scientists hold religious beliefs of many different religions. Science is not the enemy of religion or spirituality. If science has to be the enemy of something, let it be the enemy of a particular kind of certainty. The kind that says, I know everything and you don't, so you should do what I say. Follower of science, a scientist, would say, dude, do the experiment, see for yourself. Again, here there's kind of a double dissociation. There are religions that have certainty and religions that don't. There are plenty of mystical religions that are perfectly comfortable saying, I don't know. And there are many secular authorities who demand faith. Faith in your country, faith in the market, whatever. Thomas Frank was on Bob Edwards this morning pumping a new book about exactly this issue. The faith in perfect free markets that would solve all our problems. If only we would get government out of the way. The irony is that markets are like Soylent Green. They're made of people. People! And people screw one another over. Scientists are also people, and they also occasionally attempt to cheat. But there again is that benefit of repeatable experiments. Fraud tends to be discovered when you have to repeat it.
Whoa, there's the chorus. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Check out any of the stuff I rant referenced this week through links on our webpage, variationselectioninheritance.podbean.com. You can also keep track of our various doings through Facebook or Twitter. VSI is produced by me, Randall Hayes, at North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University with support from the National Science Foundation. Thanks for listening.